This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. I was telling you just before the song there about a situation that our good friend Ashlyn Keenan came across yesterday. And yesterday evening, she was on her Instagram stories talking about it. And she's gotten quite a reaction from people. And when Rachel and I saw it straight away, we were like, let's talk about this on the show because you just don't know what you would do. So just to tell you more about the situation, exactly what happened, Ashlyn Keenan joins me on the line now. Ashlyn, thanks a mil for coming on. Yeah, no worries, Lauren. And I'm really sorry it's not for the usual reason that you come on. It's yeah. always so great to have you um, as part of Spin Talk. But um, obviously we follow you on Instagram and came across this on your stories last night. So what happened? Um, so I was in, I was going in to do my shopping yesterday afternoon and I was sitting in my car on my phone, you know, as you do. Before, you know, every time I stop my car, I check my phone. So I was sitting there and a woman um, pulled into the space right next to me um, and there was a baby, a, a young baby, like less than six months old in a car seat in the back of the car. And so I just, I didn't even take any notice. But then she got out of the car and walked up to the, to the shop and left the baby. And I was thinking, oh, she's probably just gone to get a trolley to put the baby in or something. But she didn't come back. So I was kind of thinking, should I stand with the baby? Should I, you know, I, I didn't really know what to do. So less than five minutes later anyway she came back to the car and I was kind of relieved and I, I noticed then and I thought it was funny She the only thing she bought was kitchen roll and six cans of beer um, and I was thinking that's just, I just kind of laughed to myself like, that's, that's a funny thing to buy so then she I was getting my bits together to go into the shop um, and she cracked open one of the cans and had a drink and then put it in her cup holder and uh, like put the car into gear and drove off um, and so I was just like completely shocked and like my heart instantly broke for the baby and also for the man because, you know, the baby's obviously quite young. She could well be suffering from, you know, postnatal depression or having a hard time just in general life. Um, and I was just really like, just really in shock basically. And so I put it on my Insta stories because, you know, I share a lot on my Insta stories and uh, that's kind of a significant thing to happen. You know, it's, a, it's not a, it's, it's a bad thing, but it yeah, was a you were upset. Thing. Yeah, you were visibly yeah. upset talking about it yesterday. And just I, uh, something that you kind of honed in on was that you just couldn't get your head around it. You know, it's it's broad daylight. You're doing your shopping and this happens all unfolds right beside you. Yeah, and I, I kind of like when it, when it did happen, when she when she drank from the can, like I thought, okay, it's pro- it's irresponsible to leave your baby in a car, um, even for even for thirty seconds by itself. Um, but you know, she did come back really quickly. Not that that's an excuse, but I that was kind of I I was shocked at that point. And then for her to drink it, and then just drive, I was just completely taken aback. And actually, I looked around to see, I looked at other cars to see had anyone else seen it because there was tons of people, um, milling around uh, both in cars and, and kind of walking up and down and. I was looking to see was anyone else as shocked as I was, kind of. Um, and that's why, like, when she drove off, I was kind of looking around myself and thinking, what should I do here? And by the time I, I thought, okay, maybe I should get her red, she was already she was already long gone. And it wasn't until about, I went in then, did my shopping kind of in a daze, and I came back out, and then I was thinking, okay, maybe there was CCTV cameras or, you know, but it was quite a large car park, and there was no visible CCTV anywhere near where I had, I had parked. So I was kind of like well there's nothing I can do here really like I can't if I report her um, or if I you know go to social services or if I go to the guards all I have is I I saw this woman do this thing but I have no idea who she is or where she is 
you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And talk, talk to me a bit about some of the reaction from people because, you know, the thing about CCTV and reporting her, like these were some of the suggestions you were getting. Yeah, a lot of people got on to me and there were so many lovely people who said, did you get in touch with the guards? You know, they could probably, you know, if they, if they knew who she was, they could go down to her. They could maybe just, you know, say a few words to her. They don't have to take her baby necessarily. Um, and then there was, a, you know, a lot of people just saying, God, that's so awful, you poor thing. Like, that must have been really hard for you to see. Now, like, it was hard for me to see, but really, like, the mom and the baby, they're the, you know, they're the victims. They're both victims in, in this scenario. But then I got a lot of just a kind of abusive messages from people saying that I'm irresponsible for not reporting her and that I'm worse than the mother and um, just all kinds of, just people being um, kind of looking back at the situation and thinking what they would have done. And, you know, I did what I thought I could do, which was like the only thing I could do was talk about it because and say, you know, how awful this was. And if you ever see this in future, you know, make sure you get the red or make sure you do something about it when you're there. But like in hindsight, I like I, I didn't think at the time to do to like you know jump out of my car and go and knock on her window and talk to her because really that wouldn't have been my place and um, that didn't even occur to me at the time of course but afterwards you know it still wouldn't have been my responsibility to do that as much as I would love to have been able to help the baby and the mother. Yeah. It's such a tough one, Ashling. And I, you know, I, I spoke to you about this yesterday evening and again this morning. And I just feel sorry in a way that sometimes when we talk about things on social media, the backlash we get then just for being open and honest, like all you're doing is saying, look, I saw this thing. I was really shocked by it. And really, it didn't sink in until about 20 minutes later, you know. And I think that's something that happens a lot. We see things all the time and it's very easy you know, hours later to go, well, I could have done this or, you know, when people say you should have done that, you just don't know yeah. how you're going to react and you don't know no. what the best thing is. No, and and to be honest, at the time, I was just, I was so shocked. Like, I, I, I actually, you know, I think my mouth was just, my jaw was on the floor. I was just like, what the hell did I just witness there? And then I kind of looked around to see, I was looking around my going, someone else must have seen that. So, like, this can't be, you know, this can't be real or whatever. And it genuinely didn't cross my mind to get her red. And then I had a good few people say to me, you know, oh, you didn't think to get, get her red, but you thought to immediately talk about it on social media. And I said, I replied to those people. I probably shouldn't have, but I replied to some of them. And I said, look, I went in, I did my shopping in a daze, came back out, sat in my car, talk to my husband about it and then put it on my social like I didn't sit there watch that happening live and, and insta story about it like that's you know that's not who I am I wouldn't I, I'm not that kind yeah. of person um, and it, believe me when I say if there was anything I could have done um, practically like if there was anything I thought would actually help the situation I would have done it but there really wasn't at the time Ashling really good of you to come on and talk about it today thank you so much no worries Aaron. have you a great too. weekend you too Sandra is on the line hi Sandra Hello. Um, Sandra, what's your reaction to the story of what Ashling witnessed? I think, uh, I feel sorry for Ashling because um, she didn't, you know, she didn't think to take the red, which is perfectly understandable. But she's kind of wondering now today, oh my God, you know, pity I couldn't have done something. You know, so literally I just actually do feel sorry for her in that respect. You know, and I don't think people should really take, have a go at her. That's totally... You know, but she should she should ignore them and say that's their stuff if they want to be mean. Do you know, at this stage, what good is it to anyone to yeah. be mean about? And I think she, I think to be fair to Ashling, she's like, look, I 
it happened the way it happened. I can't change it now. Um, and I do feel it's, it's, it's well and good to say with hindsight, I would have taken the red. I don't know if we all would have thought that quick, Sandra. Do you think you would No. Um, a few things have happened when I was sitting in the car park and um, shopping centres and I would scribble down the reg. But in this situation, um, Ashley saw her coming out. She saw the beer, thought it was unusual. So she didn't really have time. She didn't know she was going to drink the beer. Yeah. She couldn't judge the woman and say, oh, oh that woman's going to get in there and drink that beer. You know, so like, it probably all happened in a few seconds. Also, you know, so who's going to say, yeah. oh, I'll go and take yeah. the, the reg? You know, so no, I, I, you certainly can't judge. And as I say, just people who do mean things like that have, I think, the, the very little to be doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. Because today she feels, oh, pity I didn't do it. Yeah. So why, why compound that? Just, what you do know, you think, though, Sandra? Like, I know a lot of people are saying about taking the reg or ringing the guards. Like, Ashling and I spoke at length about this yesterday and then again this morning. Like, realistically, mm-hmm. what, I, like, I, I get the point of calling the guards, but what might have happened then? Like, from, for, from my own perspective, having done this show for so long, mm-hmm. my mind went to, let's say this woman is in a very dark place. Let's say... Mm-hmm. I don't know, my mind went to maybe she's in an abusive relationship. Should the guards arrive at her door, we don't know where that woman would be today. Like, that's where my mind went, to be honest. It's a very delicate situation, but the guards are great. They would deal with it. Like, they would get someone trained. You know, to just, you can work around these things. Just say, maybe, how are you doing? How are you coping? I know it's, it's very judgmental, the whole thing is, but better safe than sorry where there's a baby involved. So report it if you can, if you get the opportunity. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and I know the guards, uh, their hands will be tied too because all they can do is, would be breathalyzer, you know, yeah. from their point of view, if they got, if she was in the car. See, this you is know. it. And Ashling made the point again off air that all she has to do is deny it. Say, that wasn't me. I don't know who that girl is totally. what she's talking about. It's so delicate, you're right. Totally, but at the same time, I don't know. Like, could you get someone just to check in or yeah. you know maybe check the baby's age and just see is there any yeah. I know it's very delicate and it's very intruding but at the same time I think Ashleen should not beat herself up um, because that will be on her mind and she's enough to cope with without oh. people giving out to her thanks Sandra <laughs> no, you're very kind point. Come it's on. not very constructive it's not very constructive good to have you on the okay. show thanks okay. a million sad, sad situation very sad, sad. Um, okay, thanks so thank much bye bye um, I think Sandra's right it's just delicate is the best word for this I think and listen I think Ashling, you know um, she's in this game a long time she is very active on social media I think she knows you've got to take the rough with the smooth all she did was open up and be honest about a situation um, and she can't change it she can't change now um, how she reacted or didn't react as some people are calling her out for but look um, just what I suppose do you feel you might have done in this situation how do you handle something like this Tina is next on the line hi Tina Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks, Tina. Um, you have a bit of insight to this because I understand you you have someone in your life who works in child protection. I do indeed. Okay. Um, so, Ashley needn't beat herself up over it because even if she rang with a reg number, unless the person is actually caught in the act, it's all hearsay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, my advice would be if anybody does see anything, I mean, my family member would often get calls saying, I was up the town yesterday and so-and-so had the children and they were crying and she was off her face. And But unless they can actually catch them, the word I'm, I'm always here bandied about is affected. So, I mean, the guards could have called that lady's house yesterday if they had her reg number. And provided she wasn't completely incapable of minding the child. Nothing would have happened to the child. And really, um, 
from, as I said, from my own experience, listening to stories and whatever with my family member, the last resort is to remove a child from a home. Absolute last resort. What they really do is put in support networks yeah. to help the parents deal with the, with their situation. So we say in, 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 in this case, what could have happened was the guards would have come and checked out the situation, would have contacted and, and a duty social worker and the social work would have come out and like that as the last lady said they're experienced they know what to look for they know the questions to ask and if that lady is in a difficult position they would have put in a support network that that lady needed but like sometimes you say my family member has been threatened by people that ring in and go I reported this two weeks ago and you've done nothing I'm going to the papers and I'm going to expose you you're useless and you know what I mean which obviously doesn't achieve anything but it's very frustrating for the social worker because unless they can actually see the person committing an act yeah. whether whether it be affected by drugs or drink or you know being abusive towards their children it's all hearsay she can't go to court with anything See, this judge is would it. And like, roar the mouth of court with him and have you ever witnessed this? You know, and like sometimes my family member would go to visit a client that has been reported and they go, oh, they all hate me up here. You know, I didn't do that. Somebody has a vendetta against me. You know, so unless somebody actually witnesses it, and as in a professional witnesses it, um, there's nothing anybody can do. That's a really good point and I suppose it is that way for a reason. I remember speaking to a lovely lady on this show before who had been reported to child services and it was for that reason it was... um, Oh, it was a neighbour. It was someone who was out for her and reported yeah. child services. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it was an awful situation for but her. The, the, the other side of it too is really the bottom line is, I mean, people have this thing that all they're there for is to take these kids off them. It's an absolute last resort. Yeah. There's all sorts of, of support networks out there. I'm shocked at the amount of support that can be out there if a person needs it and that the services are aware that they're needed yeah you know right, so Tina, I mean I mean I said I would have followed the person I mean would you? Only, I would oh no I would have I would have stayed in my car and driven after them but I mean I have I have that insight because of uh, you know the knowledge I have through my family member like what's the I would have been on the phone to the guards while I was following them saying look we're on such and such okay. a road and do you know what I mean yeah to get it just purely to give the guardy a location okay but um but you know and I wouldn't have got involved because that's you know, you don't know what way that would end up. Yeah. But literally just to ring and report it. And, and for advice, if anybody else out there ever sees anything that they think, God, this is, you know, dangerous for a child, you've got to do it there and then. There's no point in ringing in the next day and say, I saw this yesterday. Right. Okay, Tina. You know. Good to have you. Thanks a million. All right. Not at all. Thank Take you. Care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one. Um, Tina says she would have followed the car would you have done that and what about like Tina says I wouldn't have gotten involved Ashling had said the same you know about approaching someone would you have approached this woman I'm on 087 711 Susan is next hi Susan hi how are you I'm good thanks Susan <laughs> what are your thoughts just uh, think it would have been a very unpleasant thing to witness and you know nobody would know what they do in the same situation yeah but just uh, what would she have felt if she lit up a cigarette would she have reacted the same way because it's as bad the, the woman had done nothing wrong for her to ring the yards about but you know was... taking a swig from a can of beer yeah it's she's not over the limit she's not do you know what I mean she's not doing anything she shouldn't be doing Um you know, it's not pleasant. I'm not saying it's right. Absolutely not. 
would I have wanted to see it? No. But, you know, lighting up a cigarette in the car is equally as bad. Okay, it's an interesting angle, yep. Susan. And it's something that I had witnessed recently. Do you know what I mean? Like Someone drinking? Young baby in the car. No, somebody having a cigarette in the okay. car. And you think, really, you know, all the windows closed. You know, that's not pleasant, but I can't, you know, we couldn't ring the guards about that one. What did you do? You know, did you just... No, I kind of stayed around for a while and just kind of thought there isn't anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's their choice. It's, it's not right. Not saying it's right. Is it not illegal, though, for her to be drinking while she's driving? Like, I know you're saying she's not over the limit. She's only had a swig yeah. of beer, but like, yeah. she put the can down beside her and down drove and off. Yeah, but, you know, was she drinking while she was driving it? Oh, technicalities. No, I know what you're yeah. saying. You know, I do I just, know what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, uh, I just think it would be a very difficult one. Um, and as for getting involved, I think it will be very, very hard to do. And, and you know, see, I, I don't, I don't, I dread to think what you would do. What I, I don't think any of us would know what we do in that situation. I really don't. Don't think anybody can uh, give out on social media that somebody didn't do something that yeah. they would have done. I think that's completely wrong. Yeah, um, hindsight's a great thing. Like, we can it, all say, yeah, exactly, with the, the benefits of hindsight. But you know, um, is it the right thing to do to ring the guards? I don't know. Is that where the help should be coming from? No. But as to where it should be coming from, I don't think is uh, for any of us to decide. You know, that needs to be. Hopefully, the girl is getting some sort of help. But would people feel the same if somebody sat in the car okay. and took? a light with cigarette and throw it off. Okay. Probably not. You know. Thanks for making know. that point, Susan. Yeah. Yeah. Good bye. to speak to okay. you today. No, Take care. Thanks, bye, bye. Uh, what do you make of what Susan has to say? She's like, look, she's not over the limit. It's very unpleasant. But she's like so smoking in the car and I've seen people do that. She's like, I witnessed that recently. What do you make of that argument? I'm on 87 103 I've heard from a few women on this. I would love to hear a man's perspective, especially if you're a dad. I would love to hear what maybe you think you might have done had you seen this yesterday. I'm on 087-711-1. None of us know how we would react in that kind of situation. But we do have a lot of these kind of messages. Let me read you out this one. Noelle says, 100% call the guards. Absolutely disgusting. And Shelley says, wait for this, I would have stopped the car, dragged her out of it and slapped the jaws off her. Now, I don't know how helpful that would be. But that is how strongly people feel about situations like this. Today, I would like to hear from you. Genuinely, how would you react? How do you think you would react? Or how would you like to think you would react? We've heard people say, Tina earlier on was saying that she would follow the woman. She's a family member who works in child services. And she reckons she would have, um, if she had had her wits about her, would have followed her and would have been on to the guards to give them a location. PJ has been in touch in relation to Tina's comments and said, would Tina be breaking the law when she said she'd be driving and on a mobile phone calling someone? Listen, PJ, I get you, but here's hoping she would probably be on loudspeaker or she'd be pulling in to call. But look, take your point. Um, Louise has reacted to Susan, another caller, who said, actually, she's not over the limit. It's very unpleasant. But it's no worse, maybe, than smoking in a car, which I've seen people do as well. She's like, can't ring the guards over that. Louise says, in relation to Susan's comments, I completely get where she's coming from, but a cigarette 
will not impair your ability to drive or look after a child, whereas alcohol clearly can. If this is something that the woman feels is acceptable to do in public, it would be fair to say that there is a reason to believe there could be other things she's up to behind closed doors. That is uh, Louise's thoughts on the matter. Well, look, a lot of people as well are drawing attention to the fact that, first of all, this woman left the child on its own um, in the car. And that's something people have issue with alone. Forget the fact that she came back and was drinking. Jackie is on the line. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Um, ja- Jackie, when I spoke to Ash, or when I saw Ashling's Instagram story initially yesterday, I was like, oh, this is going to be a story about a woman leaving her kid in the car. And I never for a second thought about the rest of it. And it is a horrific situation. But as I said, a lot of people, just the fact that she left the child in the car, that's what's upsetting them. Um, that's something you've no time for, Jackie. No, no, both, both issues is wrong, to be quite honest with you. Um, one just uh, compounds the other and just makes the situation worse. So about a year ago, um, I was in a situation where I was on a street. We were parking a car, myself and a friend. And um, we had been a while on the street waiting for a parking space. Um, and we got a parking space. And we noticed two very small kids in a car. And there was nobody trying to top up, um, you know, put me in a parking meter around. And we were looking. And one of them was very small, under three months old. And the other was under two. And uh, we were there and we, we, we sat in our car because the kids were on their own for about 20 minutes. Nobody come, nobody up the street, down the street or around anywhere at all. Um, and we decided to call the guards because, you know, we was a good 20 minutes and we, the car had been there before us. So however long before that. Whilst I was speaking to the guards, um, I was given the reg- registration, the name of the street and everywhere where we were. Um, and before the phone call finished, um, a guy came and got into the car. And my friend says to her, you know, you left those kids a long time. And he went, oh, yeah, I was hungry. I was only in McDonald's five minutes away. I could see them. And I could see the car. And, you know, we had reported it. We'd gone through the system. We had, you know, done everything and reported it. But we didn't leave in case somebody touched the car. And, you know, but very small kids, very young um, and I don't think um, it's acceptable. And then, you know, for the person to leave to go and buy beer and kitchen roll <laughs> and then come back and, and drive off drinking, yeah. I don't know. I think it's shocking. I actually think it's shocking. You know, to me, there's no excuse for it. You know, if you want to drink, don't drive. Full stop. That's. I don't care that it's one drink, two drinks, three drinks. Full stop. And if you've got a kid in the car, then absolutely no way. You don't leave a child on its own like that that's that's a no-no I can understand somebody having to run into a shop if they pull into a garage maybe to get a loaf of bread or something but or, and pay for your petrol or, or something like that yeah. but that should be as far as it goes I think anything after that you know is, is, is not acceptable under any circumstances and you know what do you do do you wait until something happens to the child and then cry and go why me why you because you were stupid yeah, it's you know. a really, really tough one, Jackie. And like, look, the situation you found yourself in last year, I it, it must have been very frustrating when your man came back and he was like, oh, I was only at McDonald's, I could see them. I was hungry. He said, I needed something to eat. And I said, take the second kids with you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't leave them. And I mean, it was cold. It was really cold out that day. And they were in a car on their own. And you kind of go... I don't know. I just beggars belief because like sometimes I, I say I have one child and I'm extremely lucky she's 15 and I just kind of thank my blessings every day with the one child I have at 11, 10. But, you know, some people just don't deserve kids full stop. 
All right, Jackie. Um, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts. Good to have you on the show. Yeah, no, no worries. All right, thanks, go on. Thanks. Bye bye. Um, Jackie, you know what? Is is a straight shooter on that one? She's like, no. It's just people who do not deserve kids. And look, obviously, Jackie is frustrated because of the situation that she uh, encountered last year. I don't think anyone is in denial that the situation that Ashton came across yesterday is a really, really sad one. But how do you handle it? What do you do? It's a really delicate one, as someone pointed out earlier on. I'd love to hear your thoughts. You can text her WhatsApp 87 1038 Hey, uh, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. There's loads of messages coming in in reaction to kind of what other callers have said. So we spoke to Susan a couple of minutes ago and she was saying, look, actually, like, what is there to report? This woman had a sip of beer, but she's not over the limit. Now, I was saying, look, I'm pretty sure the guards would pull you if you were um, drinking while driving. But Susan was like, look, like, I've seen people smoke in their car with kids in their car with all the windows up. That I can't report that. Like, she was like, look, just some things are very unpleasant, but actually... Like, what good is reporting it was Susan's point ish. Okay, Jade says that woman who was just on makes no sense at all, and I'm shocked she even made up excuses and said it wasn't wrong. So, you know, she wasn't saying it wasn't wrong, but I know, what you, I know what you mean. Um, smoking can't affect your senses or driving, however, drinking can. It's not a soft drink we're talking about. Who the hell casually sips on a can before driving, especially with a child in the car? No excuses here, whether or not she is one sip or ten, it's alcohol. End of story. A lot of people are really upset by this today. Um, and I, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the conclusion is because we've no way of finding out who she is or in getting her help in any way, which is really tragic. Noelle is on the line. Hi, Noelle. Hey, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. What did you want to say, Noelle? I just, like, I'm absolutely, like, I just can't get over people's reactions online, like saying... Um, oh, will you get over it? Like it, it was, it was a can. Like blah 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 blah. Like it's not a big deal. Are people saying I, that on our Facebook page? Yeah, on the comments. Um, wow. And there's, yeah, there's one particular guy. Like he was like, oh, chill out. It was a beer. Like chill out. Like sorry, it's a child's life, and it's like it's a person who has like they went to the shop, got what two things like kitchen roll and beer, and couldn't actually wait until. Like, until they got home, mm-hmm. like, the safety of their own home to drink, as opposed to, put, like, drinking before they even got anywhere with a child who's less than six months old. Like, that's scary. Like, yeah. if she c- couldn't even wait to have that sip until she got into the house with the child safely. Like, that's that's the worrying part. And people's reactions to say, ah, look, it was only it was only one beer, she's not under, over the legal limit. How do you know, though? How do you know that she's not over the, the legal limit? Yeah, like, how do you know true. that this is her first beer yeah. of the day? Like, if someone drives to the shop specifically for that reason and cannot wait to open it, surely that is a marker. I'm not saying now 100%, and absolutely, I agree that, like, you'd need to, like, breathalyze and all of that kind of crack, but... At the same time, like, you know, these reports, this is all, this is how, like, child abuse and neglect, neglect cases are found out. Yeah. Like, people report small things that they've seen. And then that's how children are taken out of situations that are harmful to, to them. And, or else supports are built up with parents, for parents, to help them do better. Well, what would you have done, Noah? Or what do you think you would have done? 
um, I would have taken the red anyways. I know um, a lady earlier was saying she would have like drove after, followed them maybe. Um, I think the last thing you'd want to do is like follow or sorry, like confront the person. Um, but definitely call the guards with the reg. Um, and just kind of leave it up to that because with the guards, once the guards are informed of that, because it's a child protection issue and it's like this whole mandatory reporting has come in this year, like that the police actually have to pass that on. They have to look into it by law. They've got to like inform social services of that regardless. All right, Noelle, listen, really appreciate you coming on. Thanks so much. Cheers. Good to speak to you today. Isn't the whole thing about... um, like suspicious activity and like, you know, terrorist threats. The whole idea of that, like the catchphrase behind that is if you see something, tell someone. And I've mentioned before a podcast I follow, a true crime podcast called My Favourite Murder. And the girls on that always say about anything, like if you see something, trust your gut and tell someone. And I I promise I'm not having a go at Ashing. Jesus, I feel really bad about some of the stick that she's been getting today. But... A lot of people are saying today, like, what good would it have been to report it? I think if you manage to get the reg or you manage to get something, and obviously it happened very quickly, Ashling didn't manage to, but if you do, I think there's no harm in telling someone. You just, you never know. I Like, I always, you know, when you, you're driving down the road at night and you might see someone on their own, I, I always kind of go, what was she wearing? You just, I don't know, you mentally log those things, remember those things. You just... You never know, I suppose, and that's the point Noel was trying to make is people reporting things is how people get the right support and how things get better for families in situations like this. Maybe you disagree. I would love to hear from you. I'm on 087-711-1038. Liana says, that woman could have been full of drink beforehand, ran out and then nipped to the shop with that poor child in the car. There's no way of knowing that. All I would think is that if I'd witnessed that, I hope that being a parent, I would think of the child and I would ring the guards. The ifs and buts are for the guards to find out. Sarah says, everyone needs to mind their own business. Personally, I wouldn't, but that's her business. If she did have one can and choose to drive, it was probably an alcohol-free. Like, who's to say that she was negligent or drunk? Shower of judgmental people thinking the worst. Does my head in. Life's hard enough without everyone judging everyone and not being perfect. Chill, people and get on with your business. What do you think? Do you agree with Sarah? You know, maybe it was perfectly innocent. But as someone said earlier on, better safe than sorry. I don't know. Maybe you don't agree. uh, Tara says, I hate even leaving my beloved dog in the car on her own. The very odd time that I might have to. But I'm watching out the window like a hawk racing around the shop. Never mind my niece or nephew. Not in a million years. I probably would have reacted the same way as Ashling. It's hard to know what you would do. But reality... um, retaliation is a terrible fear of peop- for people very true you don't know um, like I don't think the advice would be to approach someone and to call her out because I don't know how well that would have gone down Tina was on earlier on and said she would have followed the woman and then called the guards with either an address or a location um, same thing sorry uh, but Kate says if the woman wanted the beer that badly she should have waited until she got home to drink it instead of getting herself into trouble and putting herself and her baby at risk and she shouldn't have a child if that's how she's going to react around them well listen Kate we're not all as perfect as you Jared, I think is the comment that Noelle was reacting to um, she was saying that on Facebook there's a lot of messages telling people to chill out Jared says that mother would have been within the legal alcohol limit chill 
All right, Jared. Uh, and another says, take the kid out of the equation. Is open alcohol in a car not illegal? That's what I thought, like when Susan was saying earlier on. You know, she probably would have been within the legal limit. I don't think that that matters. I think the fact that she had an open can of beer and she was drinking it as she was driving would be enough to do her, no? I'd love to hear your thoughts on some of the messages that are coming in. Um, Kate, now I didn't mean to be so harsh on you, but I just feel, listen, the woman obviously has a problem. Um, you know, obviously, yeah, I, I, I get where you're coming from. Like if she'd want to have the beer wages, she gets home. But there's obviously an issue here, a really, really serious issue. I just, I don't, I don't really get how helpful your comment is, if I'm honest. Uh, just find a few messages um, before we have to wrap this one up. A lot of people have made this point, and to be fair, I hope it's the case. Kira says, literally, it could have been an energy drink and everyone is overreacting. I really hope so, Kira. Really, really hope so. Because sometimes with, you know, the cans, um, someone else made that point, um, the large cans of energy drinks, there's so many different types of them. You just wouldn't know. Ashling was fairly convinced it was beer, though, but you just, listen, I, I have no idea. Um, Ebel says, call the guardie. It's illegal to, one, um, drink openly in the street, two, while driving a car, and three, endangering the lives of children in your care. Katie says, personally, I think this woman could have had a drink before and no one knows where this woman was going with the crate of beer. Now, hold on, crate. She had six. Uh, I don't even know why I'm trying to excuse that, but anyway, it wasn't a crate. She could have been kept driving all over the place without going home with the child in the car and drank the crate. I think it's very wrong, disgusting to bring the child while consuming alcohol. Yeah, listen, no one is in disagreement about how wrong it is, Katie. Uh, this message, have a listen to this. Wowzer. I have children who are in state care, says this listener. Two years ago, I was struggling to cope with my mental health and I didn't know what to do. Long story short, although I didn't do the same thing, I have done and acted in ways with my children present that I never would have previously um, to my mental health going bad. Eventually, my family noticed and contacted Tusla and I agreed for them to help. Things have gotten better, although I have a long way to go and my children are happy, healthy and being looked after by foster carers whom I will be forever grateful to. Sometimes things need to be reported for the sake of the children also. They don't have a voice people will listen to sometimes. Oh my God, thank you so much for sending that in. And you're so brave. And the fact that you took your your situation and your mental health aside and put your kids first, I just think you are such a good parent for doing that. And I hope everything works out. Thank you so much for sending that message in. Um, Leona has been in touch to say, for a lot of those instances, you might have to go to court and give a witness statement. I'm not fully sure about the process. I could be wrong. I see lots of things I'd love to report, like dangerous driving, but you're required to give a statement, if I'm not mistaken. That puts off a lot of people from reporting these types of things. You don't want to be getting involved for your own safety if your name was known to the person you're accusing. So I can see why some people wouldn't report. Fair point, and thank you for that. Um, another listener just finally, finally says, why don't they ring the guards now? The shop and the car park might have CCTV. Ashling did say when she kind of gathered herself... Um, about 20 minutes or so later after going into the supermarket herself she looked around there was no CCTV that she could see and as Tina who pointed out earlier on who has a family member who works for child services Tina was saying you really can't do anything about it now you really can't because all that woman has to do is deny it um, you know and Tina says if you are going to report it you're better off reporting it there and then for example taking the reg or following her for you know 
for instance, um, there have been so many messages on this and I think everyone is in agreement that this is, this is a tragic situation and hopefully one that will get better, like that lovely listener who got in touch about their kids. Thank you so much to all of you who got involved. Please be respectful and mindful of one another on the Spin 1038 Facebook page. That's all we ask. But I've got to move on. New Music Friday is next on Spin Talk. This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren. Live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.